0: You are listening to Basement Chronicles with Lisa Dublin, episode number 14. Hey, you made it. Welcome to my basement. I'm Lisa Dublin, a health and life coach, and I help professional and executive women to live, lead, and speak with confidence. Because you know what? Developing your confidence and deepening your faith in God is the best formula for an amazing life. So, are you ready? Let's go. Hello, podcast listeners. Did you know that you are blessed and highly favored, above only and not beneath? Did you know that the God who made you said you are the head and not the tail, the first and not the last? Did you know you are meant to be a lender and not a borrower, and that you have nothing missing and nothing broken? My goodness, wow. You are amazing, and you are here listening to this podcast. Welcome. This is episode number 14: Five Life Lessons on Love, Part One. You know, I've been thinking about love quite a lot, perhaps in honor of February being Valentine's and all of that. Not that I celebrate it or anything, but it is the month of love, traditionally, right? And also because I've really been taking a deep dive into marriage, reading the books, listening to other podcasts about marriage, other YouTube channels that can help me to take my marriage from good to great. And I'm sure that's what if you are married, you want the same thing too. And so to that end, talking about love, I have put together two resources, free resources, free downloads for my sisters this month of February. There's a resource for wives, and it's called Our Best Year Yet 10 Ways to Rekindle Your Marriage This Year. And the second download is for the single ladies, and it's called All the Single Ladies Tips to Find Love This Year. Of course, I cater a lot to professional and executive women, but I feel like, in a way, I am every woman's woman, that kind of way. So that is why I've got the two resources. You can find the links to go download free of charge on my website, lisamdublin.com, or you can click on the links that are in the show notes wherever you are listening to this podcast episode. But for today, I want to bring to you five life lessons that I have learned about love. This is part one, and next week we will continue with five more life lessons that I've learned about love. That would be part two. I have suffered a lot of heartache in my life. That goes without saying. Perhaps I'm speaking for every woman right now. Very early in my life, when I was at university, my heart got broken into pieces. I feel like I wrecked myself on a boy. And uh, I even wrote and spoke about it. My speech is on YouTube. You can go check it out. I'll also put that link in the show notes. Just talking a little bit about that experience and how deeply it affected me. I thank God, however, that it impacted me in the right way. It was not my first breakup. It sure was the worst, (laughs) but it was not the first by any means. And so after that happened, I was just very deeply betrayed by him. I really began to take a good look at myself and to say that, you know, I was the common denominator in all of these broken relationships. And I began to ask myself, if I were the common denominator, what could I do better to make sure that these kinds of situations, betrayal and, you know, not being reciprocated in love, didn't happen to me again? It was then that I began two journeys, the journey to find God. And when I found God, the other journey began to kind of just boost myself Worth, my self confidence. The two things are separate but somehow related. That when you begin to know who you are, your confidence in who you are goes up and in how you treat yourself and other people as well. And so, coming out of that process, I must say that I became a different person. How I know that happened is because that process of beginning to love God and treat myself the way that He said I was it made me begin to attract a different kind of man. It was no longer the player. It was no longer the person who wanted to be emotionally abusive. It became the person who wanted to love me. And so I want to bring five lessons to the end. The first one is this. You can't force anyone to love you. Let that sit for a while. Like I have learned If I am the diamond, and I am, and I hope you feel the same way about yourself, I am the person who is going to wait to be loved. I am not the person who is going to go out and be with a placard out in the streets. Hey, love me. I am worthy of love. No, right? You don't ever see BMWs having like flash sales putting stuff out on the sidewalk to say, come into the store. No, they don't need to do that because you know the inherent value of a BMW. So they wait for the right people to come in with the money to be able to show that they value the BMW by purchasing it, whatever the price might be. That's how we need to look at ourselves. If somebody doesn't love you, that is their loss. And I maintain that. And I tell my friends that all the time. I am not going to run after you to love me. And I maintained that when I was single that, hey, I didn't need to do all of this. How could you not know that I was valuable? It's your loss. Like you have the blinders on. So I'm going to wait. And I did <laughs> for the right person to come along who knows my value and approaches me from that knowledge in treatment, in your words, in your actions, etc. So that's the first lesson. You can't force anyone to love you. And added to that is this. I have been around enough of my male relatives and male friends to see in action that when they love a woman, no one needs to tell them what to do. Women accept a lot of excuses from men, okay? When it's very clear that the men really are not that much into you. Excuses like, oh, I forgot to call you. Oh, I fell asleep. Oh, I'm too tired. I can't come see you. Oh, I forgot your birthday. All of these are signs. And believe you me, if you were front and center in his mind and in his heart, he would not forget those things. My second life lesson about love is this. Be with someone who likes you as well as loves you. Many years ago, I began to say that to myself. I think it was even before I got married that there is a difference between like and love. Somebody can love you and not like who you are. They love the idea of you. they love the things that you do, but somehow, along the way, there's some resentment of your isms. They want you to be a certain way that you're not, and they can't accept it. So you find yourself doing things that, like my friend used to do in a relationship. She's very flamboyant, very extravagant. And she was at the time with a very conservative young man. And she found herself in a very stressful situation all the time, him wanting her to be a certain way, be proper. Don't do this. Why do you have to put this on? Why do you have to say that? Can't you just be like any other woman? And for a minute there, she complied and kind of lost her soul, lost the thing that made her herself. And guess what? Do you think that he would be satisfied? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. After a while, he was the one who walked out of the relationship because we need to be authentically ourselves in any relationship. It didn't work. But when that relationship broke up, she really exhaled. (laughs) She really began to see that he had literally been trying to cut her at the corners, fold her into a box where she did not belong. And so that is a lovely lesson to learn that the person you want to be with should like who you are. They should be able to not just tolerate your isms and schisms. They should also like that this is you. It shouldn't bother them. They should be like, oh, that's fine. That's her. Leave her alone. She's okay. You know that kind of way? If you find yourself with somebody who doesn't like you, my goodness, just get away. Don't stay. Make room in your life for the right person who both likes you and loves you to walk into your life. The third lesson that I've learned along my own journey of love is this. Choose someone who shares your values, your deepest values. So it goes without saying that you need to know what your deepest values are. Once you know them and you live them, and I have this concept that I teach to my clients called live your values out loud. Whatever your values, your deepest values are, I need you to live them out loud. I need you at every turn to be those values. Infuse them into everything you do and say. They become like a human whistle to attract the right people to you and to definitely repel the wrong people. So you want to do that. You want that people know exactly who you are. That way you attract more people like you and you repel those who can stand the best bone in your body because they know what the best bone in your body is. Point number four is this. Don't bend backwards for anybody. Keep your boundaries even in love. Or I should say, especially in love, make sure you keep your boundaries. What I've found is when we bend backwards to accommodate people, when we make excuses for people's bad behavior in in love, we find ourselves being in stressful situations that cannot be sustained. And what happens, you find those relationships breaking up and coming apart after a while because they were not based on a foundation of understanding, acceptance, and being who you are. Don't bend backwards to accommodate people's bad behavior. When I was thinking about this point, I realized many times we don't want to say anything, pull other people up in relationships. We prefer to let certain things slide because we are afraid of confrontation. We are afraid to lose people. And that brings me to my next point, so we kind of are going to discuss the two things together. You have to have a sense where You're not afraid to walk away from what does not serve you. People know when you are willing to risk it all. And the funny thing is, when people sense that you have nothing to lose, that is when they want to come closer to you. Why is that, you guys? I have no idea why, but there's a freedom in, hey, we better kind of fix this up. We kind of need to get our boundaries right. What you did was not acceptable. Can we talk about it so that? if we continue being friends, it doesn't happen again. By you saying that, which is point number four, don't, you know, let go of your boundaries for anybody, even when you are in love. By you saying to that, the person you love, hey, I'm not afraid to walk away. You're actually saying to this person that you are a person of value, that you recognize that your values are very important and you are not willing to compromise them. That makes you very attractive. So I hope these five lessons help you today. Let's just recap. The first one is, you can't force anyone to love you. Number two, be with someone who likes you as well as loves you. Number three, choose someone who shares your values, your deepest values. Number four, Maintain your boundaries even in love or especially in love. Maintain those boundaries. Let the other person see that there are things that are not negotiable and that they should not compromise on. That way you teach them how to treat you properly and with respect and honor. And number five, be willing to walk away. When you are willing to risk it all, Then you show the other person, hey, either shape up or I'm not going to be in this relationship. That sense of I have nothing to lose actually makes you a lot more attractive. So that's our podcast for today. Don't forget to share this link to the podcast in your WhatsApp groups, in your girlfriends groups, etc. And on social media. I'll see you in the next episode where we continue to talk about love. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Now, I know that you prioritize your growth and success. So if you feel stuck in any area of your life, why don't you consider life coaching? My signature program, How To Get Unstuck Total Transformation, has helped so many professional and executive women to free themselves of limiting beliefs and habits. Learn to love and prioritize themselves, set firm boundaries and stick to them, be more confident, move up exponentially in their careers and become the best versions of themselves. How badly do you want to get unstuck? How badly do you want to be the best version of you? If you desire more, take the first step right now. Go to my website, lisamdublin.com slash coaching and book a consultation with me. Let's talk about your coaching needs because the life you want is totally possible.